Hi, I'm John Marr, and I'm here today with Brett Rajensky, General Manager of NETR Inc., a heating and cooling company in Massachusetts with a focus on Mitsubishi ductless heating and cooling products. Today, we're talking about choosing ductless heating and cooling and the reasons why. Welcome, Brett. Oh, thank you, John. I appreciate you having me. Yeah. Uh, so, Brett, there's a lot of reasons why you might want to choose a, a ductless heating and cooling system. So I just want to go through each one of these and have you respond to each one of them. So uh, the first reason to choose ductless is its energy efficiency. Tell me a little bit about that. Sure, absolutely. Ductless systems have some of the highest SEER ratings, and SEER is a measurement of energy efficiency. So without going too far down the rabbit hole there, uh, SEER is an energy efficiency re- rating. There's another one called e- EER, which is an energy efficiency rating, and it has some of the highest SEER and EER ratings, which means that you're using the least amount of energy to move the most amount of heat, uh, obviously with a heat pump either out when you're cooling, so taking it out from your home and releasing it out into the environment, or into your home when you're using it in a heating mode. So it okay. uh, reduces your overall energy cost and, and helps pay for the system over time through savings. And this is a lot different than your old uh, like traditional window air conditioner, right? The, 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 uh, the way that it, that it becomes more efficient is partly because it can kind of uh, ramp down and only use a small amount of electricity to maintain the, the coolness in the room. Is that right? That's absolutely right. Uh, they use a, a variable speed compressor that ultimately, exactly that, John, it ramps up and down. So think about the difference between driving stoplight to stoplight, right? So you're driving from one stoplight to the other, you know, your foot's on the gas, you go, and then it's brake and you stop. That's how most traditional heating and cooling systems work. Your furnace is on or it's off. It's not running slow. It's either on or off. Same thing with central air conditioning. They tend to either be on or off. This is a little bit more like the nice new um, cruise control in cars where it uh, it actually, you know, figures out the road in front of you and the people in front of you and adjusts its speed to keep you comfortable. So it makes it, number one, more comfortable because you're not on or off. It'll go up or down as needed. And you're not getting full full blast air and, you know, cold air in your face all, all the time when it's on. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, so it helps your comfort. First of all, it keeps it a nice consistent temperature instead of I'm cold, I'm warm, I'm cold, I'm warm. And then that, uh, by that same token, that exact same technology helps make it more energy efficient because uh, just like your car, again, when you leave the stoplight, put your gas on to go, that's when you're at your least efficient. And then, of course, when you jam on the brakes to stop, that's uh, the ultimate inefficiency. Right. Yeah. So the next one, uh, the next reason to choose ductless for heating and cooling is zoning flexibility. What do we mean by that? Sure. So zoning is having separate areas of your home that you can control independently. So an analogy that I like to use that most people can relate to, especially here in New England, you know, we have a lot of colonial homes as an example. And a lot of times colonial homes have two zones to them, two heating and cooling zones, a downstairs and an upstairs. So if you think of the upstairs of a three-bedroom home, you're picking one temperature that you're telling the whole comp- the whole family to be comfortable at. So <laughs> uh, if the uh, thermostat is in mom and dad's room and they like it 
72. The whole upstairs is going to be 72. And maybe the kids want it cooler. or Maybe the kids want it warmer or something like that. So zoning allows you to then break that up. The way ductless uh, systems work is we put independent heads in independent spaces. So for instance, if you had three bedrooms, typically we would put a, a head in each room. And that's what does the actual heating and cooling in the room. And that would allow, they're all independently um, flexible. So you would, uh, if, if your son wanted it to be 75 in his room, he could set his temperature to 75. Your daughter might like it 68. And again, back in mom and dad's room, it's still 72. So each of those works independently, both in heating and cooling. Same thing in multiple spaces in the home. Frequently, maybe you have a fairly open concept downstairs. You may have a couple heads downstairs, one kind of doing the living room, dining room area, another doing the kitchen and, and whatever else is, is associated with that. So you can control those separate. You can also shut, and this, this helps with um, efficiency, you can also shut off any ones that are not in use. So in a traditional heating or cooling system like we first talked about, that whole second floor is either being heated or cooled or the whole first floor is being heated or cooled. If mom and dad are home and they want the bedroom to be 72, that can be on the kids' rooms. That can be off altogether. So you're not paying and using energy to heat or cool rooms that are unoccupied. So Right. All right. Our next uh, reason for choosing ductless is easy installation. What are, what are we comparing that to? Sure. That's comparing. So that's comparing to adding ductwork in a home. So many homes, especially in older parts of the country here, like New England, many of us have baseboard hot water heat, or perhaps they even have ductwork, but uh, the house has been renovated over time. Maybe it doesn't properly reflect the layout of the house now. So with baseboard hot water heat, the radiators that go around the bottom, you really don't have a way to use central air conditioning. With ductless, we actually take the heating and cooling lines and uh, in a situation where there is no ductwork, we actually run those refrigerant lines on the outside of the house or maybe through an attic or through a basement, whatever is, is least conspicuous. And then we put a head, as we said, a heating and cooling head in each of one of those spaces that we want to control. So in the old days before ductless, if you wanted to add air conditioning to your home and you had a boiler with baseboard hot water, you would have had to add ductwork to your home and put it up through the attic and down into rooms and up through the basement. That's a lot of labor. A lot of times you can't hide it as well. So you end up having to box it in and create soffits and that sort of stuff. With ductless, we simply apply all that's necessary either in hidden spaces like the attic or even sometimes through closets or the basement or on the outside of the house. So much, much easier installation goes much more quickly. It doesn't turn your home into a construction project. Right. Absolutely. Sure. All right. Our next uh, reason is the improved air quality. Sure. Yeah. Uh, air quality with uh, with ductless is great. They actually use a triple filtration method. So there's a carbon filter, there's a nano filter, and there's a, uh, a bacterial filter in there. So the triple filtering is taking that air in that space that you're controlling and constantly as that air is being cycled over the, uh, the evaporator or condenser, it's being cleaned by those filters. And they're also very simple to clean. This isn't like your furnace filter down in the basement that you trudge down there twice a year, pull it out, and it's full of cat hair. These simply reside either in the wall heads, floor heads, whatever it is, can be removed, washed out, dried, 
put right back in the unit. So very simple, very simple to maintain that and encourages you to uh, have really good air quality by keeping those clean. So it does a great job filtering and they're easy to keep uh, maintained in that manner. Okay. What about quiet operation? Well, that's one of the things that we hear the most about from people who have gone to ductless is how quiet it is. The average, uh, I'm thinking about Mitsubishi's product, the average indoor head with Mitsubishi runs at about 32 decibels, which is essentially a whisper. It's very quiet. Frequently, you'll be in a room with a ductless head and you have abs- literally have absolutely no idea it's running except for perhaps uh, depending on the type of it is, you may see some of the little veins inside moving to distribute air. You don't hear it, but you may see them if you're looking at it. So it's virtually, perceptibly virtually silent. I think a lot of us have had maybe window units in the past. I have that were especially pretty big and either they're vibrating the window, vibrating (laughs) the wall, or just they're loud. You know, yeah, the compressor just hums. So yeah. yeah, they they actually uh, frequently, especially for a good size unit, but you know, they'll they'll get into decibels in the high sixties and low seventies, and that's mm-hmm. that's really pretty loud. That's kind of like having a car running in your living room, right? Um, you're always you're turning up the TV, so you know, saying I can't even hear the TV because this thing is on. <laughs> exactly, and true story. We uh, we recently did some some work for a uh, for a family friend of mine, and that's the biggest thing. Every time I see her, she she. She comments, she's like, it is so peacefully silent. And uh, that was kind of, she She knew it would be, but it's, it's it far exceeded her expectations. Right. There, our next uh, reason for choosing ductless heating and cooling is the space-saving design. Sure. Well, and again, a lot of that comes with a little bit of the stuff that we talked about, about not needing ductwork and our being able to run refrigerant lines again through attics, through basements, or on the outside of the house. So you're not boxing in big air ducts that are doing that and taking up space in your home, in your closets, in your storage area, your basement, etc. The other thing is the uh, the units themselves. Depending on which form factor you choose, a wall unit typically mounts it around seven feet high. It's up out of the way of everything. It's not taking up your floor space. It's not filling up your window. It's mounted on a wall, usually approximately seven feet high. We have items that are called floor units, which go flush to the wall and fairly low, uh, which is great if you have a knee wall. Maybe you have a converted uh, cape or something that has short walls in it. Mm -hmm. Those go in there tight, again, tight to the wall. They take up a few inches off of the wall and then in that short space. So those are great. And then one of our most popular items that most people aren't aware of are ceiling cassettes. Ceiling cassettes actually recess into your ceiling between the uh, between the rafters if you're on a second floor, and they took up no space. They just look like a small grill that's up on your up on your ceiling. They're white. Most people barely notice them, and obviously they have zero impact on your room. It's you know it's like having a uh, an air return duct up there, except for it's actually doing all your heating and cooling. So okay. those are three really popular factors. And again, with all that refrigerant line stuff going on the outside of your house or another. Uh, hidden spaces. It's not impacting your storage. It's not impacting, you know, you're not boxing in a big duct in the corner of your room or through your closet. Right. And I think, you know, a lot of people might be a little bit nervous about putting the indoor units on their walls up above their windows or, mm-hmm. or, or whatever, like you said, but they're they're up so high.
try and like how often do you really like you know look up there? I think I think you get used to those so yeah. fast and you just don't even notice them anymore after a little while. They blend away and and the other thing is they also they also most people don't realize they come also in a multitude of colors with different manufacturers and different types of heads. So you can you can get them in uh some people actually kind of make them a little bit artistic. You can get them in uh you can get them in these glossy mirror finishes, whites and blacks. You can get them in much more matte finishes in a white or off white. There's even a product by one manufacturer that looks like a uh, a big picture frame and you literally can put art in it. You can open it up. It comes with its own, uh, but you can open it up and put whatever artwork image you would like in it and it kind of blends away into your wall. So you're right. I think that they aren't big and gaudy. They blend away and they're made to blend away into your environment and lots of different options, more than people think. Right, right. What about improved comfort, and and why would you know a ductless system offer more comfort than, say, a, you know a central air conditioning system? Sure, great, great question. It's also one of the things that we get the most, um, you know, the most feedback on, and it's exactly what I was uh, speaking about before. That scroll compressor that can go up and down instead of being on or off. Mm. Uh, the way it works is is you know you're setting that ideal temperature. And let's say you're trying to cool the room. The room, you let's say it, it, you just got home, you'd had your system off and you're trying to cool it to 72 degrees. It's going to work really hard when that gap is big. So let's say the room is 80 and you hadn't had the your ductless system on. It's going to work really hard rapidly to bring that down. And as it approaches that comfort level that you want, 72, it slows down, slows down, slows down, slows down until it actually parks itself at that number. And then it kind of just goes up and down in just a little bit. So you'll have a room that, you know, the high gets up to 70. You know, you set it at 72. The high might hit 73. The low might hit 71. It's very narrow band of what you choose Mm. as opposed to our traditional heating and cooling systems. And the heating works the same way. The traditional heating and cooling systems, again, are on or off. You know, you, you hear the blower on your furnace or air conditioner kick on and, a big gust of hot or cold air comes out until the fir- until the uh, uh, thermostat says, "Okay, I'm all set." Well, and then it shuts off. Right. Then it's a few degrees too hot, cold. Yeah. You're right. You're constantly going, "Oh, now I'm now I'm hot because that 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 hot air is blowing on me, or the cool air is blowing on me, and I'm too cold." Or and then it shuts off, and then it goes the other way, and the, so you're just constantly cycling between being uncomfortable in one way or the other. Whereas with the ductless system, you're just comfortable all the time. That's it. It brings you to that set point where you, that you've chosen where you're comfortable, and then it just hovers there. The variance is very small, and again, with it being virtual silent. You don't even know it's doing it. It's just putting out a little heat or a little cool as you need. So, so you mentioned a little uh, just a, a minute ago that these systems can do heating, you know, as well. Uh, many of them, and and so talk a little bit about the heating and cooling being all in, in one unit. Sure. That's that's something that um, a lot of folks aren't aware of. So when you're talking about a heat pump. What makes today's heat pump special is one little thing. It's called the reversing valve that's involved there. And when they're in a cooling mode, the, you know, you have a, a condenser outside. Well, it, you're, you're taking, in a cooling mode, you're taking the warm air. It's passing over those coils, being absorbed and being dumped outside. What a heat pump does now, a mini split does now, there's a reversing valve. When you put that into heating mode, that valve reverses. It now is absorbing warm air outside, which you you don't think there's warm air out there at negative 13. There is. Mm. It's Mm. absorbing that, putting it into the refrigerant and bringing it back in your home. I think the really neat thing as a a homeowner is 
you typically have two systems. You have a furnace or boiler, whatever your heating system is that you have to, that has its own infrastructure, it has its own cost, and it must be maintained. And you typically have a cooling system, right? So you have a, a central air conditioner that is your cooling system. These combine into one. You have one set of equipment that needs to be installed, maintained, et cetera, as opposed to two. So number one, fewer points of failure. And then number two, there's economies of scale because you're now no longer paying to install and maintain two completely separate systems. A lot of times if you have a furnace, you're not thinking of them as separate, but no, you have an air conditioner and you have a furnace. They happen to just share some ductwork. In this case, it's it's literally all, everything's combined into one system, one family of equipment. So, Okay. Uh, our next uh, reason for choosing ductless is no ductwork maintenance. Let's talk a yeah. little bit about that. Yeah. Uh, ductwork, uh, you know, when you start talking about air quality, ductwork is, uh, it, you know, we all just live our lives and, you know, we have pets and there's dust in the world and stuff. Ductwork, first of all, it has to be properly sealed. Otherwise, it can be, pull, it can be pulling in uh, air that may not, number one, it may be warm or cold when you don't want it. Also, number two, it may be pulling in containers. Contaminants. Mm. And even if it is properly sealed, especially in return ducts, we build up uh, dust, dander, fur, all these things that come from just being human, having pets and living in a home uh, in there. So you, you so you actually do have to maintain your ductwork. You have to hire someone to come in and do duct cleaning uh, every few years. It's very different depending on each household. If you have six dogs or you have one hmm. person, uh, it's different. There's none of that with ductless. We, um, you know, again, we're, we're filtering there. We do recommend every couple of years we have a uh, what's essentially like a little pressure washer for cleaning the indoor units. And of course, we ask you to maintain the outdoor units as well. But you don't have any ductwork to maintain. You simply have the indoor head, which requires some some uh, maybe deep cleaning every few years. And you have an outdoor that you simply uh, maintain on an annual basis, much less you, like you would a furnace or a uh, air conditioning system. Right. Our next uh, reason for choosing ductless heating and cooling is the enhanced home security. And, and I think this is comparing it to one of those window air conditioners that you might have, especially on the first floor. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Uh, so window air conditioners, you know, I, th- I think any of us who've ever had one realizes that pretty much anyone off the street can walk up to that and push it into the home and follow mm-hmm. it in the home or push it out. And and a lot of folks, you know, I've had this conversation with people and they, you know, they're like, oh, no, I've got screws in there. No, that's holding it in. They've got screws that actually <laughs> hold the window. But I'm talking about someone literally, whether you're home or not home, hopefully you're not home, walking up and just pushing that thing in. And now they have an open window into your home. Mm. Um, I'll tell you, John, I, I uh, once upon a time did work in the security industry. And and uh, we saw that more times than I care to to speak about really? uh, where someone it's the easiest point of access. Why should I smash a window or door mm-hmm. uh, when I can simply take this air conditioning unit that I can reach from the ground and deposit it in the home and follow it, you know, or yank it out, either one. Right, so. right. And like you said, those those little screws that you're putting in are not really going to do much if you give that thing a good shove or a kick or something like that. Not, not, not at all. And then, and, and again, with our system, it's a permanently mounted system. This isn't a temporary system like a window air conditioner. We have, you know, our infrastructure on the outside of your home or through your attic or through your basement. And then the units are mounted on the inside walls 
there is nothing to pull through. It's a it's it's a sealed system. So there's no no gaps that someone could use to uh, push it through and uh, follow it. Right. So. Even if they were able to somehow shove it, you know, through the, the, the hole, something like three inches wide or something like that. Yeah, I was, I was just going to say, yeah, you, you know, if you find anyone who can get through a three or four inch <laughs> hole, I'd like to meet them. Yeah, so. Our final uh, reason for choosing ductless heating and cooling is the improved energy management. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, well, there's a lot of there's a lot of smart features available with mini splits with with ductless. Um, so first of all, on simple systems that you're controlling with a remote, there's a whole lot of presets on there. So you can actually preset to shut down at certain times. You can actually put high range and low range temperatures on there. That way, if your son walks by and tries to make it, you know, 22 degrees in your house, you know, it won't happen. So you can set ranges. You can also integrate it with what's called integrated controls. So you can take your your mini split system and integrate it with perhaps if you kept a furnace and you weren't using it for your primary heat and stuff you can actually integrate where you say i'm going to rely on my on my mini split to do my heating to a certain outdoor temperature. And then after that, I'll have my my furnace or boiler kick on. It's typically a boiler that we're talking about in that situation. So uh, there's also neat individual comfort settings that come on the remote. So if you think about the cars that have the presets for the seat, you know, where, you know, because, you know, I, I my wife's about a foot shorter than I am. So mm-hmm. I go and get in the car after her. It's a, it's a painful event. Mm-hmm. You know, they have independent uh, comfort settings. So you can actually take your mini split or at least uh, your your head in a certain area. And there can be presets where you say, hey, I want the temperature to be 72. I want the humidity to be this and I want the fan to act like that on it. And you just simply walk up to it, choose it. And there's there's John's uh, preset. And immediately it starts uh, acting in the comfort mode that you would like. And there's other sets. So for instance, if your wife wants it different, you're gone for the day. She can go choose hers and she's comfortable with, with just the click of a button. So, All right. Well, that's really great information. A lot of great reasons there to choose ductless heating and cooling. So uh, thanks for speaking with me today, Brett. Thanks a lot, John. We appreciate it. And if you want to learn more about ductless heating and cooling systems, go to the website at netrinc.com or call 781 781- 933-NETR. That's 781-933-6387. 